0: just
1: chair dancing dancing, baby just chair dancing what's up ladies and gentlemen boys and girls welcome to the unfiltered experience it's friday 5 p.m pacific standard time we're here every single week we are on episode 75 of this particular show the uh, unfiltered experience we're on episode of 75 we did friday night live scott for like 50 episodes too so we're rocking and rolling here we're over here every friday night 5 p.m pacific standard time and by the way i'm joined by
2: this is Scott Goyette, also known as Groot. I am right. Groot. You are Groot.
1: You're a lovable <laughs> Groot. I love your Groot. You're a good Groot. I shouldn't so say I Groot. love your Groot because that sounds nasty. That sounds like, oh, <laughs> That's not bro. a weird, bro. That's, I was like, damn, dude. I Don't get any sound bites out of that shit. Look at what it's Mr. Okay. Roush said. Look what it's the kick-ass okay. guy said. He says, "I yeah, no. I'm going to fucking stop talking right now. What's up, brother? How are you doing?
2: Uh Doing good. Doing good. I told you just had a... uh You just had a Molotov a try-
1: cocktail? What was that?
2: I had a Molotov cocktail. I just <laughs> drank a bomb. No, um, today's my day because we're traveling. Long, we're doing a lot man. of traveling next week. So I went to the chiropractor. I told you I have a rib out of place. He popped it in for the second time to make sure that's set. And then How um, are you getting
1: the rib out of place there, Scott?
2: First, it's a long story. <laughs> it's a long story.
1: You know, you can't bend like that. You know, it's. it's We tried, mo- that, like, we tried that when we were 13.
2: Yeah, most likely it's from basketball because no, I'm always banging into stuff or getting elbowed and I don't even notice until I can't move. So. Mm. I that's was thinking actually I might pain, have. That's actually,
1: in all seriousness, that's painful. I had a friend of mine. He was a martial artist. We were at a club this one time, and he kicked me, and I didn't realize it. But he, he it barely, barely tapped me. But the next day, I woke up, and I every time I sneeze, cough, shit, yes, anything, yes, it was exactly. fucking painful. I was like, "Oh my god!" And I said, "Martin, you fucking broke a rib." He goes, "Oh yeah, I'm sorry about that." But he I thought like, I he, so he I was thinking me. I
2: had COVID. I was thinking I have like lung cancer. I was going through all this crazy stuff because I couldn't oh, wow. breathe, and I had a pain in the front of my lung and in the in the back. And then I started getting like a pain in my spine. And so what it was, was the rib was shifted and it was pinching a nerve and then having my mus- muscular issues and then it was affecting my lung too. So it just like became all these things. Once he popped it back in and did some work and like we did like all these different um uh, like red light, PMF, all these things to help it. Mm-hmm. I feel night and day better. It's yeah. unbelievable.
1: You look 10 so, years younger.
2: Dude, I have. A, You're I mean, like, looking ribs like, like 50, ribs
1: 51. I mean, you're looking great. I mean, before you, I feel more. like
2: 50.5, like a half a year younger. Feeling pretty, dude. Good. It's
1: funny. I was actually saying this the other day. I'm like, my mind is still 27, but my body, in certain parts, I'm I actually I figured this out. This is you don't like this from COVID. Like, I didn't work out that whole year, and I lost so much muscle and I lost so much size and everything else. And as when you get older, you start losing muscle mass anyway. was yeah. 50, I'm 53, mm-hmm. and so like when you met me, I was super skinny. Like I used to be like big. And so it's taken me a year. I realized it was June last year when I went back to the gym after her mother-in-law went back. And um, now I'm back to lifting like almost the same weight I was when I was younger. So I'm yeah. like, all right, hell yeah, 53, let's go. So I'm not trying to get back to where I was. I used to be 220, 230, but you know, now being older, you just got to be, you got to be smart about it, but you look great. You look great. I see a high pro glow.
2: Feeling good, Chris. You're looking good. We're sharp.
1: What are, what are, what are you drinking?
2: So today, actually, um, we we joined a rum club. There's a, a new a place in Austin rump, just outside called club? high rum rum. Yeah, it's a club. They make their own rums. This is a spice rum with all organic spices in it and Jeez. Mexican Coke. So it's the real sugar.
1: Whoa. I got Pepsi with real Coke or real, mm. real or something like that. It's all wonderful. the same shit. Who knows? Look at Lynn backstage. She's like, she's drinking. She's like, Oh yeah, I'm having, I'm having, Oh, she's having vodka straight out of the bottle. That's okay. anyways,
2: I'm not ladies and gentlemen,
1: boys and girls, Um, our usual little disclaimer here, um, Scott and I are very, very passionate about Help Heal Humanity. So uh, I was actually just a part of the board meeting uh, this afternoon, and we're really, really ramping up our efforts to create $100,000 in donations to help the kids of Haiti. We actually built a school in one of the hardest-hit districts of Haiti, and now the things have gotten so bad, we're trying to make sure that we give those kids not only the education that they deserve, but the actually meals that they deserve. So right now we're currently feeding 60 students three times a week in chaos, in absolute chaos. So we need your help to come back actually volunteer or donate whatever it is it possibly can five dollars ten dollars twenty dollars ten thousand dollars maybe um to help us you know give those kids an opportunity a fighting chance in this world so we appreciate you guys so if you're listening to the podcast it's helphealhumanity dot helphealhumanity.org we appreciate your donations we appreciate your efforts and if there's anything you can do for the organization if you can volunteer your specific talents please let me know we'd love to have you on board thank you thank you thank you
2: And Chris, I want to add one thing to that, too, because I know a lot of people's response to that is, well, what about people here and right next door who are starving? What about people in the U.S.? Because I hear that a lot. It's true. Listen, listen to what the name of that organization is. Help Hail Humanity. So when you say us or you say next door, what's three thousand miles, ten thousand miles or five hundred feet? And I'm not saying ignore those next door. They're starving. What I'm saying is if you could throw a few dollars towards that and a few dollars toward this humans are humans are humans. And that's why this organization is help, help heal humanity. And if there's somebody who's truly struggling, who has absolutely nothing and we can help that, let's do it.
1: Yes. And if, if you love this show, just I mean, we don't ask Scott and I never ask anything for you guys. We don't have sponsors. We don't have ads running. I see podcasts now sure. they have ads and it's interruptions and it's this and it's that Scott and I just come to you real. Every but you can send us week.
2: money because every, we would yeah, appreciate I mean, it.
1: Well, I'm just saying that they if, they if they if they if you guys got have gotten value out of the show, we've done seventy, what did I say? 75,
2: 75. shows. Seventy shows. If
1: you've been here, seventy-five shows, Robert Broker. Thank you very much, brother. Um and 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 Robert. and and you have had changes in your life. We're not expecting you to donate if you haven't had changes, but if you had changes in your mindset in your life, please do what you can. For us and, and 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 I'll see it. I'll see it. Put on there, tag us, you know, uh the unfiltered crew, and we'll make sure that we recognize you as well here on the show. So we can I'm all sure. do something. We can all do something. And to Scott's point, it's so massive here in the United States. We have so many resources. I mean, there things in Haiti are dire. But here's what help heal humanity is really about: the fact that Serena is even thinking about going to Haiti in August just to be boots on the ground. The only organization that has been in the hardest hit areas since the two earthquakes, she is going back again and risking her life to make sure that Literally. we take care of those people, those communities that are the hardest hit, that are currently being governed by, by drug lords and, and, and all of the other stuff. We need your help. Those kids deserve an opportunity. They deserve to chance. They deserve to know that the rest of the world isn't isolated and just looking at their own myopic view of the world, that they know that people actually care about them. And it's amazing the people that donate and see how their kids do. We're all volunteer. Nobody gets paid. It's all towards the efforts of what it is that we can do to make the world a better place. So thank Chris, you, guys. Thank you. You. Know,
2: you know who would actually have a really good comment about what we're talking about? I know the perfect person. Her name is Lynn Serrano. Do you know Lynn, where you can find Lynn right now?
1: Lynn Serrano. Lynn. Lynn. Lynn, Lynn, Lynn. Serrano. You know what? Lynn. ladies and gentlemen let me, let me let me just let me introduce i'm not going to read her thing. That she sent me. <laughs> lynn serrano ladies and gentlemen looking straight at you guys lynn serrano was one of the most incredible individuals that i have met during covid and i met yeah. a lot of people i met yourself which i include in that list lynn serrano her story i've read her book um just an ama- just an amazing individual who really has been through hell and back got the shirt took over gave it to somebody else, came back and said, Hey, listen, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to hear I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to be here and show up in my world and rock who I am. And I'm, and more importantly, I'm going to take all the things that I've been through and I've been challenged with, and I'm going to go help other people maximize their lives and be able to see what they could possibly do when they let go of all the animosity and the anger and everything else and the resentment to move forward in their life. And that's what the show is about. The show is about us all moving forward collectively together and helping the fact that we can make a difference in the collective. So ladies and gentlemen, Lynn Soderano to the, unfiltered experience
0: hey guys thanks so much for having me here i've had the honor and pleasure to have you both on my shows and thank you scott uh scott it was just great having you recently and my little brother from another mother christopher he's been he's been in and out of shows and pop up things for me but seriously you guys right up to this point to the show you've wasted too much time on your past and too much love mary Kay love her i couldn't do what i do without mary Kay. I love her so much thanks for she being here
1: amazing she truly is she truly that's, you truly seriously, are mary Kay.
0: seriously but guys wait lynn.
1: wait lynn wait but wait i have something for you but wait
0: no, no. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
1: But wait oops well, i'm afraid let me, let me see if i can, get, I...
2: Afraid. Get, I afraid. can... get
1: afraid it's get not afraid get
2: afraid Hey, it's rex i just want to say Lynn serrano incredible she knows how to do more things like that and put things together and weave magic better than anyone i know she is truly outstanding and she hosts all these shows produces all these shows and is really a talent kind of person to be recorded with you. We, I love you, Lynn. You are amazing. You're wonderful. And I'm so proud to know you. Thank you.
1: Oh, Look man. at that. Look at that. This is how <laughs> we're going to start the show, ladies and gentlemen, because Lynn does this for everybody yes. else. So <laughs> I, I have one more. I have one more. Oh, no, I, no, I, no.
2: Yeah. What's up, Lynn? It's Brian Kelm here, your co-host, sending you a short little video to acknowledge
1: you for all that you do and you uh, tirelessly uh, try to bring out the
2: best in other people and work your butt off for other people to make them look good and to do what you can to help them. So truly grateful to have you in my life and for all that you do for other people. Um, I don't know how you do it all, but you manage and I can just definitely fill your heart anytime that uh, you're involved in conversations and helping other people. So congratulations to you. Lots of love for all you do. And uh, so, so proud and honored to have you in my life. Cheers.
0: The Wisconsinites there, in the house. Wow. There
1: you have it, Lynn Serrano. Lynn Serrano. I just want to let you know that you have impacted so many people's lives. And so thank you for being here on the Unfiltered Experience. And my first question to you is how are you feeling right now?
0: Oh I feel roasted here.
1: <laughs> is this how you guys
0: felt though, no, because seriously, it's that that means more than I can even say. I mean i did we not expect you we love that. you yeah thank you so much oh, yeah we had to do it we had to do it um i love your interview you guys got to go to youtube and see when i had christopher roush i had him introduce his own self with his own introduction it was what? awesome one it was one of my favorite interviews i had
1: to introduce myself i don't even remember that what
0: yeah ah. yeah you'll have to go find it on youtube
1: okay you this can post is... it in, you can post you can post it in the link you can post it in here uh when we're done so anyways lynn serrano You have told me large parts of your story. There's still parts of your story that I have not heard. So to set the foundation of the conversation tonight, share what you want about your journey and why you are still here today. Give us a glimpse of what Lynn Sorano has been through. Talk about it. We're here on the Unfiltered Experience, just us here sitting at a bar, sitting in a coffee shop. People are just sitting here chilling with us. Talk to us about your journey and why you are here and doing the amazing things that you're doing.
0: Well, I wrote a little book and it's not even a fraction of my life or anything like that. But um, the thing is, is that uh, there's a lot of dark times. And the way I got through is either through comedy on TV or to basically think of better days, knowing that, you know what, this right now, this too shall pass. And knowing that this will pass has only allowed me to say, I've got to think of solutions or i got to think that this is, you know, that's the only way I was healing from a lot of things that I didn't speak of for a long time. I didn't even tell anybody I was sexually abused by my uncle, you know, had Down syndrome till I was 41 years old. I, I couldn't speak that even out loud. There's just a lot of things because you, when you surround yourself around people that are so judgy and they think that they know how people are and stuff and, you know, being Puerto Rican and, and being that with the bilingual kids, because that was my first language. You know, I learned, I, I didn't even tell anybody I was Puerto Rican. I mean, I just learned that I just love peace. I just love love. And mm. just loving love was like these ignorant people here. I love them too, because they don't even know. They keep saying, I don't like Puerto Ricans or this or that. And I'm just like, okay, if only you knew that I'm Puerto Rican. I mean, it just, you know, or if you only knew that I have, you know, nieces and nephews that are half black. I mean, like, like, why do I have to give the resume for people to love me or know or whatever? I mean, I'll even say something that's even in my book that, you know, in 1980 or 1990, I had a brother that I didn't grow up with, but he had AIDS and I didn't my daughter was nine months old and I didn't even hug my brother before he died because we thought that's how, that's how we're going to die. And all I got to say is there, people didn't even know my brother had AIDS. I, you know, you just didn't say, people didn't know that I was married to somebody that preferred the same sex. I mean, like, there's just a lot, there's just a lot of, there's just a lot of of things that what's the point in sharing with people. They're not going to hear it. It's only going to be gossip mill everybody's going to listen to things wrong and i just i just want to love and know that what's the point of me telling that to be heard there's no point but i just know what it feels like to be surrounded by people and know that they don't know you but they're still judging things that they don't even understand i mean so needless to say there's just so much stuff that i've just learned that i i feel like on this earth i've been a like a private little angel because I mean, I've even had people that are, that I've seen, you know, commit suicide and, and different things. And the bottom line is, is people, the most caring people on this earth think more about making happiness for other people because they don't know happiness. And yet when that person isn't calling them or doing something anymore, nobody else checks on them. They don't check on them. And then when they check out, oh shit, they were a really nice person. They really love them and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, look I would think at first people are hypocrites because they never took time to share with anybody how they really felt because they took for granted for those people. So what I've learned is I feel bad for people that don't realize that they have good people around them. They just take them for granted. And they're the strongest people you'll ever know. They won't bitch about it or anything. So my thing is, is I love to let people know I love them because when somebody dies, what's the first thing you do? When's the last time I talked to them? What did I think about? Oh did did I tell them I love them? Did I think no I don't know. And then we all have those regrets. So I say don't live in the regrets. Really appreciate really be in the moment with that person and you know just you know I, I it's like the fact that I wrote that first part of the book I can leave that shit there and it doesn't define me it doesn't bother me or anything and I'm working on my second part of my life book journey. And that's going to be very difficult, but it needs to be done because it really does help. And I encourage everybody to write their story in their book because, mm-hmm. you know, it's not an excuse not to live good today.
2: Amen. So. And I, I got a question for you because um, yeah. I, I think that we can all understand each other, the three of us and much of our audience. A lot of us are the people who put on a mask and and we hide behind it and we, and we create a lot of our own issues potentially because things that are less than perfect happen to us and we say exactly what you just said no one's going to understand this these people judge this and so we keep creating an amazing mask whether it's humor which was my go-to i could be the life of the party everyone's like That's oh it. he's never got a problem yeah yeah so you brought up a point if i was to say that nobody's going to understand me then you know i'm right you know i'm going to be right so how do we jump ship to a different mindset of saying I know I can speak my truth and the right people understand me. Because I think people need to hear that right now. And what does that look like? Because I know that there's, to this day still, there's people who I just say I can't talk to them because they don't understand me. And because I say that, I'm creating the the reality of that. When maybe if I was just more authentic with certain people, because I claim to be authentic and transparent all the time. And I am with a great percentage of people. But some, I still fall into that old BS that, they wouldn't understand me. They don't know because of past behaviors, but somebody has to make the shift. It's got to be me. What does that look like for you?
0: Well, you know, um, we got to remember that we do change. And when you go, and, and I mean, I've had just till recently even, But it, and it's a it's a work in progress, but you got to try to communicate with those people that you have mm-hmm. riffraffs with and be like, hey, Scott, how you doing? And, and know that they're either going to accept you who you are now or not you know, and feel like, hey, you know, I, Scott, I'm sorry I didn't tell you who I was, or I'm sorry we didn't, you know, whatever, but, you know, I, I care about you, you know, say the good things you you appreciate about them, and say your final piece words, and just know that they're alive, you're, you're giving a eulogy to them in front of their face, and, and apologize, to, or take ownership what you've done, ownership, and, but remember, it. the ownership, and remember, though, that that's all you can do is you can own up and say, I wasn't right then. You know, I mean, and, and not as an excuse, but as I wasn't, I wasn't in my right place. I did the best I could then the four agreements. I love that. Mm. And don't take anything personal. And it's really, really important to know that as long as you came from a right, good place, that person not make them wrong, just, but most of all, listen to the person and say, why did you feel that way? Because, you know, I'm blessed to say that my oldest daughter didn't understand a lot of stuff that went on in my life and I was very sick and all these things. And she said one thing to me at one time, she goes, mom, why didn't we just leave? And that's for this new book that I'm doing. But I will say this, I was so glad that I stopped for a minute and said, wow, that's so great that she felt like she got, well, mom, if when it was being so bad, why didn't you just leave? And why didn't you take us? I said, well, it's because, you know, because I came out while he was trying to attack me, I came out and I defended myself and I wasn't going to take abuse anymore. And then, you know, you get the cops called after you and you go to visit the psych ward and you have this piece of paper saying that he thinks you're crazy. Uh, You don't want to go to the shelter with your kids because he's got this wonderful paper to hold against you to see you as unfit mom. So where do you think those kids are going to go? So needless to say, it's just like when I grew up and took care of my brothers and sisters. But I say all that to say this. It's, I felt great that she could tell me something because she was missing a piece. And mm-hmm. when I showed her the piece, she got it. But I had to see it from her way. And that's what people forget, especially when kids are involved. Don't be about your your dirty laundry, uh, your dirty stuff you're going through with your husband, because the kids don't see it that way. The riffraff between parents should never, the kids should never suffer that way. And that's the thing. The kids don't know what's behind you know, behind doors. And yet, you know, remember they're going to want to pick your nursing home. They're the ones who are going to take care of you <laughs> later. So, you ooh, know, like ooh. what goes around us, you're, pay- you're saying
1: paybacks. You're like,
0: just, <clears throat> yeah, man. So I got to say you, you better be right. Be right with all the right. Lord and be right with your kids. That's <laughs> all I got to say. <laughs>
1: Okay, so so thinking about that and think about what you said right now, uh, and a question popped into my head is like thinking about what was the lowest point in your life and what did you learn from it and what did you do to get out of it?
0: I've had many low points in my life, and most of the time I had to go lean that on your own understanding. It's a Proverbs three five and six in the Bible. Um, you know, I've been on deathbed. I've been Uh, they didn't think I'd make it. I mean, just, I've been drugged behind a vehicle and had to let go. I mean, just a few, few different things I've gone through in my life that what's
1: up. You want to talk about that one?
0: Uh, that, that happened when my daughter was, uh, a little over a year and we were going through a divorce and I was nice. He wanted to see his kid and I wouldn't leave him, let him not see his kid. I went to go see him. And an hour later, he's like packs her up, getting her ready. I go, what are you doing? He's like taking my daughter out, taking our daughter outside the car. And long story short there, I was trying to get her out and um, he closed the door. But before he did that, he took me and bashed my head in the pipe, the sewer pipe and bashed me against the car. And he's trying to get her in the car. And I'm like, no, that can't happen. So he went around the front of the Suzuki. I went around the back to unzip the back to, to get in the back seat with her. And my rings got caught in the wheel well. And when it got caught in the wheel well, I was dragging while he was shifting. So, and then I w- I didn't want to let go and I'm trying to fight that. And I finally had to let go. But the point I say, and so then what happened though is I had both messed up legs, arms, you name it and concussion, you just name it. And so he actually had her shipped because this is before, this is 1990 he had her shipped to Florida. And uh, so then when they granted me to have her, he had to be put in jail till he could produce her. So she got kidnapped and gone for two weeks and, you know, and stuff. So again, it's just, you know, one of the things, one of the things in life, but there's just been a lot of dark days, a lot of being threatened my life and stuff. And And all I could always do is say, this is going to pass. This is going to be okay. And then I go, okay, what, if I don't want this, what am I going to have? What, what, you know, what can I do? What, how's it going to be? And just because I just knew I had to have happy thoughts, happy thoughts. And I was happy that I knew she was going to be okay. I was happy that I was going to be okay. You know, very afraid, but you know, happy nonetheless. So you're
2: amazing. So so there's
0: just a lot of times.
2: I want to ask you a question, because as I'm listening to you, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of people pop up in my brain that I start to love when I hear them. And you're one of those people. I start to listen to the story and I'm a massive empath. And and, you know, we we joke and like tease each other in good ways. You like call me Dr. Love, whatever you call me. I always laugh. I love it. Mm. I, I think it's I think it's funny and I love the way that we start to love each other quickly. That happens because of your transparency and authenticity. And without it, when I first meet you, I'm like, you're just another nice person being honest. You know, I meet you or meet Chris. I'm like, they're nice. But it ends there. It's like, okay, when you get the truth about the person, you get to fall in love with them. What do we tell people or, or what do we suggest to people to really start to become authentic with more people? Because I'm thinking of so many people that maybe I would fall in love with. And I mean that in a in a beautiful agape sense, like man this is a nice person oh wow now i understand like maybe there's something i'm like i don't like her political view or i don't like what she said about religion i don't like what she said about this or whatever it instantly all goes away when i go ah there's her heart or there's chris's heart what can we do as individuals to start doing more of that because i see that being the healing that the world needs
0: you know what i i scan people like a piece of fruit and I find not the rotten parts, but I find the parts that you can just sink your teeth in and enjoy, you know? Oh, yeah. So that rotten part doesn't have to ruin the whole thing. And whatever people do, that doesn't defy them. That's the only thing they're doing at that time. That they're not their actions. That you know, that, that that's not their being. And so just knowing to l- find something to love somebody in commonality and just know genuine and to know that mean rude people, they're lost. They need love. They sure. need they need affection. And I have learned and I have loved some of the hardest people that live on this earth. But you know what? And there comes to a point where I say enough is enough because I'm sure. not going to take the beating either. But one thing I do at the end is say, you know what? At the end of the day, I'm going to love them because they uh-huh. needed that because nobody uh-huh. else is showing them that. And yet they treat me worse than they do the, the other people. So I'm like, but that's okay because I gave them love. They needed that love from somebody, and so just knowing that you can love them, and at the end of the day, guess what? You could feel good that that he he could be an asshole or he is an asshole, but I wasn't an asshole back. And that, and I the, always the tell karmic, kids,
1: karmic balance yes, no, science. yeah, two yep.
0: wrongs don't make a right. And I'll yep. tell you, I've seen a lot of people that have tried to do harm or. Treat me like crap, and I've seen I, karma does work. I mean, mm-hmm. whatever you put out there, oh, I don't want to be. I don't want to be a part of that. I'm not. I'm far from perfect. I I'm Puerto Rican. I'm Latina. I can get just as mad and angry and, <laughs> and, and be like whatever. But I've then I've seen I, it. And here, and then I'm like, okay, just stop that. But but I always because I tell the truth. I mean, I just I just tell it how it is. And when I see injustice in other people, and I see that's the other thing is. You know, we're an empath, Scott. When we see other people going through things and oh. we can sense, oh shit, been there, done that. I don't want to say, oh, here, read my book real quick and hear everything I I have so that I can help you. But there's times when people do need to know that you understand. Like I'll give an example. Not until you've lost a parent mm-hmm. do you know what it feels like to, to lose a parent. And 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 you know that, Christopher. It's like, shit, what did I? Or let's go back to elementary, when the first time you lost a dog Mm. and your friends didn't understand, you don't understand till it happens to you. And then you have another mark in your card. oh, an experience that everybody's experience is different. But when you know that you're like, shit, you know, I had three friends' dogs die and I was like, they're a piece of baby, but now my heart's ripped, you get that back. And then you all of a sudden say, oh my goodness, I had no idea or compassion for that person. It just, you gotta look at your blessings. When you have these compassion moments in your own life, it makes you even go back to these people and say, oh my gosh, Scott, you know, I didn't know when you lost your mom or Christopher, you lost your mom when you were young. I can't imagine how that felt, but now I do. And it it just puts you in these different categories with people. And so, Rob, I've known him Mm. since high school, so thanks for being here, Bob. But, you know, that's what I'm saying is, like, still love these people until they get to those phases in their life. Even like a mom that's having a hard time with their kids. Let me tell you, wait until those kids have kids. They will respect Mm. and love you. And you will understand what your parents went through. You will realize that they did the best they could. You don't understand that. Don't judge, not ye not be judged, because these are the truth. It's simple. For me, it's like this. Okay, I'm judging something now, Lynn. Let it go. You don't want to be judged, and that's that cures me there. And as well as look, you don't know how that is. Do you want? Do you want to find out personally? Because in a heartbeat, you can find out. And hmm. that's all I'm going to say there.
1: So what you're talking do- your- about, Chris? I was going to say what, what you're talking about right now is empathy and forgiveness. And most people have that struggle in their life of being able to forgive or have empathy for people that have walked in their shoes. And for me, I know that I changed my perspective when I was thinking about my life with my mom and and approaching writing this book, God's honest truth. I'm like one chapter away of completing (laughs) and having to sit there and think like, how can I, how can I have compassion? How can I have empathy for this woman? You know, like, I'm like, she's like 42 years old. She goes, I'm four years old. I'm like, the fuck you are. You're old. You should be responsible, but, but bump the brakes. So when I actually thought about like, if I had gone through all of her experiences, all of the different relationships that she had, all the different things that were inputted into her brain for the first five years of her life, might I be like her? Yes or no? Yes. So I was like, okay, she went through a shitty experience. Yes, she can make different decisions. I was very adamant about that. You can, and I still am. I mean, you can make different decisions. However, in the grander scheme of things, like literally when I was talking to my coach on Wednesday, I held up the cover of my book and I'm like, all of this, all of that, all of everything got me to this moment, this moment right here. So I am. Thankful, grateful, appreciative for all the shit that I went through because it made me the person that I am today. Because I decided to use that for my be- greater good rather than my greater bad, and I think that's where you're at. So, talk to us about how we can help other people have empathy and forgiveness for those people that have wronged them in their life, because you've 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 got a list. I mean, yeah, I've got a list. Of I, I have a few, have but wronged. you have a list.
0: I've got a list of, that that yeah. have wronged, even including my mom, who's even wronged my kids, and yeah. that was the hardest thing to be at my mom's bedside. Knowing that you know she's hurt and wronged my kids too, and yet she's my mother. So there's you know um, there's just so many. But what I'll say is this: we all have a day of reckoning. We all have a day of different things. And yep. you know I've had brain injuries, and and in 2008 I hit my head and I pretty much ended up in the hospital, uh, lost three days of my life, and I haven't spoken this anywhere except that I saw my kids they look like somebody else to me. I didn't even know my own kids. And then they realized, wow, mom does have brain injuries. I don't talk about the brain injuries I have either because, you know, I have neurological I enunciate and stuff like that, you know, so I just get excited and proud that I still function, but I know at any time if I bang my head again or fall, I, it can happen again, you guys. And I'm being quite honest, but I don't go there. I don't think about it. I don't, I don't, I don't dwell on the things that I can't, just the things I can. And I say all that to say this, that really it's humili- It's humiliating at times to think or to tell people. And I only say this because people, there's that stigma and we gotta get rid of the stigma or mental in- illnesses or brain injuries or trauma or being sexually abused, beaten, all these things. Some people say it, Oh yeah, I've been this and that and then there's other people that that know it so well. And again, you know, for a mom, you know, my kids love me now but it's it's those things of how how can you be the best mom? Well, you know, until you're a mom, there's no you guys have kids, you know, there's no there's no manual with these children, but everything you said or thought, you your eyes open once you have children. And so, again, um, and for those that don't have children, you'll those people in your life will come and show themselves and you'll realize what you went through. But please just worry and love yourself. That's what I had to do is love myself and love the fact that, Lynn, you are in a better place. You you, we've got we're blessed with a bunch of books and Rick's uh, Rick's. Rex Sykes and all sorts of people around. Yeah, we always laugh when Lynn just splurs things. Brian will tell you if we got Lynnisms and everything. We just. Oh, go we with all it. do it.
2: It's right? not so just you. That's what I'm saying. You know,
0: when I do yeah. my podcast and I have all these people and I do shows, that's what I'm saying. If Lynn can do it, you can do it too. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. We don't need to be polished. We don't need to be Mm-mm. this cookie cutter thing that we think we are. I didn't know I had this fat order disease thing going and we're not going there. But the point is, is that, you know, from being a bodybuilder and being such an athlete to not looking like that, except, you know, on the charts, I'm just morbidly obese, you know, your dignity and pride goes down to this again. It's just all these different things. And I go, let it go, let it go. I'm just going to smile. I'm just going to give love. And if somebody wants to judge me for what they think on the outside, Oh, they're missing out because I, I, I think it's a privilege for people to get to know you and know who you are. If, if you're an introvert like I am, and if you really hurt, just know that what you do is you give people the best light you can. You give them the love that maybe you didn't have, but you know what? You're gonna you're doing it because you're loving yourself and you're respecting yourself. Amen. So.
2: Yeah, love I love you guys. <laughs> you take a, a career moment. Career. Let's take a moment you know, for a collective group hug. <laughs> you know? Yes. And
1: you know let me, so- let, me ca- let me capture a couple of uh couple of things. Um, this this guy, no, I'm not gonna fucking vote for you. Why would you post that shit? That's stupid. Um, Robert says, Hello, Debbie. What's up, Robert? Thank you for being here. Appreciate you being here. Um, Debbie's in the house. She says, What's up, Robert? Um, yeah, what the f- yeah, just fuck off, William um ron's in the house what's up ron says having the experience gives you knowledge and then you can go help those who go through the in the future valuable experience is a gift and i know ron you are experiencing that personally so thank you for being here brother we got mary Kay in the house she says what a horrible experience with your ex lynn you are still so loving absolutely we got mike in the house he says yes 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 we got lee in the house what's up lee thank you for being here brother he says amazing lynn we got chad in the house from orange county what's up chad he says hey now We got Robert in the house saying, so very proud of you, Lynn, love you. So Lynn, thinking about this conversation and thinking about what we're talking about tonight and you know, what have been your predominant excuses, me being the no excuses coach, what has been the predominant excuses for you not to achieve any success, but then how did you override those excuses to become where you're at today?
0: Uh, Yeah, that's, that's a great question because, um, I'm not looking for fame and fortune. I'm not looking for anything to be like whatever. But I know that my messages and the people that I share and the people's love that they have is I just know that they need, I I need to, I feel all the women, all the men in this world that feel like me and have had shame and had different things they feel. And I, all I do is I now give myself grace to know at nighttime, I'm just by myself. And on weekends, I don't really post stuff. I actually, you know, coach people on social media and all this stuff, but I won't do, as I say, because I'm not looking to be like, I'm just not looking for the influence level, even though I have the influence level. But what I'm saying is, is, um, I just, you know, I just want to be like the sleeper type of thing. I I, I love giving messages out and, and honoring people on my shows. And I'm going to have a TV. I have a TV network. I'm just building it and, you know, um, reverse engineering it. But what I'm saying is, is like, I have, sh- you know, shunned myself from the light because I don't want the whole fame and fortune and all that stuff. I, I want to do it for a different reason. I want to just, you know, I have valid uh reasons to tell people don't do what you've been doing and watch what you say that kind of thing but i'm successful to my own self we're all successful even if you're miserable right now guess what congratulations you did that shit yourself
2: so you are successful (laughs) so
0: i am successful but i'll tell you what at the end of the day don't call me after midnight and don't call me between four o'clock in the morning i will be I will be at my peak and the best I can be when I want to be not because the media wants me to be. So find you, find what's perfect for you and know that that's perfect for you. Not what everybody else says.
2: I, I love that. and I love that you just kind of like spoke about a hybrid model. Cause you know, Chris will, you know, it's funny when Chris and I started, we were both like, we've got to together. We were like, we got to go like gung ho on social media and we've taken, you know, slightly different routes. He utilizes clubhouse, which I think is incredible. Um, I've kind of run more into my neighborhood and touch base with students that I'm teaching in the college, um, created some men's retreats. We're doing different stuff, both effective for what's in our wheelhouse and what we feel good with. And and I fully respect what he's doing. I'm sure it's the same. And I love creating what feels right to me in the moment. I just posted something on Facebook that said, essentially, I no longer want to change the world. I just want to change those close to me and be part of the people that I'm connected with. And it was something like that. But my, my ego, and I'd like to be honest with this and turn this into a question for you. My ego yeah. wanted to change everything that I thought that I knew that the next person didn't. Yeah, Chris, yeah. too, right? Because I would, because I get excited that I'm like, it's kind of like this. If I learn a new recipe, I want to tell my friends. If I learn a technique to jump higher, I want to tell my friends. If I learn something new that will help me write better, I want to tell my friends. So anytime you elevate, you're like, look at this, look at this. Now what I realize, and you've spoken this you know, very eloquently, Lynn, is I'm just going to be the light. I'm going to do it in my time and capacity. I'm going to get rest where needed. I'm going to take weekends off of the family. And you know what? If I influence 100 people instead of 10 million that are connected to me, I'm so fine with that. If nobody remembers my name, but they remember my heart and my connection, mm-hmm. I don't even care. Hey, fucking men! I am Groot.
0: Just Yes. To- Dude,
2: that's- <laughs> yes and, and I'm, then- I'm on board with that.
0: That's exactly what I'm saying. It's like, no, no. I'm not trying Beautiful. to be on people's podcasts to grow my stuff or this. Matter of fact, I got to tell you something really Connecting. funny. I do these little eulogies like you guys did to me today. And I, I got it. I'm, I'm ousting myself because I'm that real.
2: <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's to the, the point
0: where I do have a reputation. You're going to be on show. She's going to bring freaking people, you know, and you don't know what she's going to do, especially when people oh, yeah. haven't seen my show. So now I got the kahunas this week. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to let Chris and Scott think, oh, it's mutual friends, and it's going to be one of these 15. I decided to venture out, and now I'm just, like, freaking being a spammer. I'm saying, hey, Fred, I'm going to have Chris on my show. And will (laughs) you do this? But this is so funny, right? I'm doing massive for next week. I hope they're not watching the show right now. But I'm telling you, I'm doing massive, like, copy and paste to get these people, right? Well, I messed up with one person because I sent the message to somebody else and they go, I don't understand this because, but this is the funny thing is, I was like, oh, thank you, man. There's people that don't really know him really well. So if you know anybody else, can you lead me to, and they said, yes. And I saw, so I, it's the follow-up that I copied, paste that was wrong. And I said, oh, thank you so much, you know, because, you know, their friends are, I mean, my mutual friends, we were just acquaintances and stuff like that. So this guy goes, I don't get what you're talking about. And then he comes out and he goes, okay. Um, and then I pasted the wrong person's name.
1: Oh, and, shit.
0: So <laughs> he goes, and then yeah, I'm going to read this because this that. is hilarious. This is hilarious. And it's just, it's really hilarious. Where is it? Let me find it right here. Okay. So once I pasted the name, his answer was, sorry, I don't know that person. So I wouldn't have anything anything to comment or and asking for it from one of your guests from a total stranger suggest that you don't have an audience or that the guest is insecure or both, but good luck anyways. How <laughs> about? <laughs> and I just laugh because when I said, oh, I'm sorry, I did that wrong. And and then this this is to all to be continued, but I will say this. So so somebody else that's that's kind of famous went ahead and like messaged them and say, oh, will you do this for this person after he's already been peace out to me? So again, and you know what? I'm laughing. My feelings, they hurt because the fact that, you know, I could say, oh my gosh, he's saying I don't have an, you know, audience or this guy's insecure or whatever. I didn't look at it that way. I look like, you know what? I'm making myself look silly as hell. So (laughs) that when I do this show, I'm like, you don't know what the hell I went through for this. You know and to surprise these people because it'll be people that weren't mutual so again i just think it's really really awesome to say i'll go out on the limb like that i don't give a shit because what i do i do from the heart i don't just invite people over my show i just i i take time to really appreciate their time and just love on them we because do. at the end of the day i want them to go back and have this gift and i do i'm eventually going to have a show where where all of us is going to say, "Do you want to utilize, eulogize somebody in person? Tell them to come on my show." And oh, we'll living eulogies!
1: I've been I've been trying to do that forever. Uh, That's a yes. great idea. So I'm yeah. yeah so so let's do we'll, it.
0: So, you know, so the thing is, is they'll come think if they're talking one topic like I thought today. And then all of a sudden you have videos from other people you didn't think they were going to turn it back on you. But I just love that concept. Except I'm like, Lynn, you're putting yourself in a freaking corner. What are you going to do you after You know what we while? should do?
2: We should huh. just do this for each other, like all for each other for our birthday. Like what a cool birthday gift. Let's let's get a group of us, like everybody who's in this yeah. kind of oh, community. Don't even say it. Just for the heck of it. Yeah. It just sounds so. No, I mean, honestly, I just think it would be hilarious how funny would it be if we go find people from like your past and like, you know, I remember her in eighth grade and she did yeah, like, you know, and then, then they just say something nice. And you're like, shit, I didn't even remember that. That's hilarious. No,
1: should. that's what
0: I'm working on. Living, living
1: celebrations, living I, celebrations I, I, instead I of cemeteries.
0: That's what I'm saying. And that's the biggest thing. And that's why I do my shows the way I do, because I want Incredible. people to realize that you may go on all these other shows, but my show is going to have where you you have something that somebody did. Like I had Walt on. McKinley. And I we got,
1: let's just run through your shows here for a second. I think, I hope I got them all. So we got live, love, laugh out loud. We have Lynn and Cheryl show. We have the real and raw with Lynn and Brian show. We have the Lynn and Debbie show. We have the Lynn show. We have the Lynn and Lynn show.
0: No. We have the oh, Lynn plus can,
1: Lynn Lynn show.
0: Can you notice one thing? What? This is my, and for those introverts out there that feel they can't do anything. Let me tell you, I'm not one that wants to do those personal videos and just sit here and talk to you. Uh, you know, I feel more comfortable having somebody to be on the uh, you know, I don't I'm not a show stealer. I love Why do you sharing... do all
1: these? That's my question. Was why do you do these and what is the intention of the message that you want people to get the most?
0: Most is
1: That's why I brought this up.
0: Okay. The most is you can do any kind of show. You I have everybody we're all different. So the diversity, my connections, the love, the, the, you know, I'm producing shows now for other people too. So um, I'm producing Debbie's find it. And now uh, Sandra Horton's uh, leadership heart podcast. And I'm working, I'm going to work with Rex Sykes here on something too. But what I'm saying is, is I, I just love showing people the different like good example. I mean, like, even if neurologically or something i'm having a problem i can bounce off of somebody and we can talk whatever we can talk yep. and so the topics are great it's all about self-development life just giving those little nuggets of life and how and laughter and oh my gosh you you missed uh lynn and scott show we have now on tuesday nights we ask other podcasters other uh, thought leaders. I mean, we've had Rex Sykes. We've had do- uh, Bob Donnell. We've had all sorts of different people on there. And it's just great because it's all people that just want to change the world. And I know, Christopher, you're busy with your son at on Tuesdays before your show or else you'd be there. But it's just, I'll and I got to get week. Scott over there. I got to get Scott over there too. But yeah. what I'm saying is when people see collectively all these people together, and we're not selling shit we're not doing the hyping Ooh. commercial shit. Yep. We're really saying that, look, Scott and I may not have the same agreement, but we love each other and we're going to share. And the biggest thing, like as, um, as we see it, it's a perspective. People don't understand mm-hmm. that if you can see this dimension, and I mean, I've got a Fiji bottle. I could go like this and you'd think I had a FU bottle. Like you're assuming, you don't always know the whole thing. So if you have other people saying, well, I see it this way, I see it that way, and you talk about it, you can realize mm-hmm. you see you see that way, that way, and then your own way. So I'm always trying to bring people to say, we're not telling you to think this way, but we're making you provocatively ask the questions to yourself. Is that my belief or is that not my belief? Or I didn't think of that. And, I, you know, there's a lot of people miserable in relationships. They should move out, leave alone. People are not, they don't realize they have an expiration date. And they're, they're choosing, and I say this about me, choosing to stay in miserable things for too freaking long. And we don't have that anymore. We don't have that anymore.
2: So how do we how do we turn up the volume of the heart and turn down the volume of the mouth? Because I would actually if I would grade the three of us, just from my perspective, I'd say all three of us are very good at turning up the volume of the heart. And that's why those who listen to us are, are interested in what we have to say, because even though we might not. I mean, you know, Chris and I have talked about it numerous times. There's there's so many people who follow us who have very different beliefs. Oh, and, yeah. and and the reason they're following us is we're speaking from the heart and they feel that mm-hmm. now you know, to so many, there's, I'm never going to name names, but there's people within our you know network of people that I feel like their mouth is much louder than their heart. And I start to fall in love with their heart. And I'm like, I can't listen to you anymore because you just keep talking and you're not speaking for your heart. And Chris knows many of these. And I, I have a real issue with them. And I, I've had to distance myself from them and it's, it's bothersome because I want to love them and I do, but I can't listen to them. I want to hear them speak from here and just talk about the things that matter instead of the the extraneous bullshit that I just keep hearing people talk about what recommendation can you give to others? Cause I, I still, I want to go back to that. I think the healing of humanity is going to stem from when we start speaking from the heart. You do yeah. it so eloquently. So does Chris. I, I try to think I do if I'm not doing it, please tell me, but um, what do we tell people to do?
0: So Scott, the fact that those people are still pissing you off, there's, mm-hmm. something, in, there's something in there that you need to love yeah. yourself Because then you will oversee the rotten part of them. Yeah, and and I do. I I I know, I know. But I'm just using it as an example. The focus is is that you need to keep loving them. But it's you need to love. I always go by this. Judge not ye, not be judged. And the Bible says we got to love everybody no matter Mm -hmm. what. And there's a lot of freaking freaking hypocrites out there. Yeah, you can say that. (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But... There's so many hypocrites. Mm-hmm. And I could be hypocrite for a minute. I mean, like I'll banter for a minute, but I'm totally. like, no, I'm gonna love them because yep. I realize they need that double dose of love more than I do. Yeah. And sometimes True. the silence of just being around them and releasing and just letting go and say, gosh, when you, you start getting compassion and sad for them for their ignorance. You really do, Scott. Mm-hmm. And then you start yep. pouring love to them and saying, God, if only they knew. And I and I don't. Even, we're gonna telepath this between us, Scott. But I'm thinking of somebody myself right now. And if they could only realize what an asshole they sound like when they're mm-hmm. talking about. Or I, 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 feel, or, I think
2: Chris and I both yeah. actually knew who you were talking about. I know. I know yeah. Okay.
0: People. So all I'm trying to say is, when you when you when you're name dropping or you're you're putting light to something else, it's like good example. Somebody that's telling the truth will tell the truth and then they'll put it right there. And the person that's not telling truth say, look at Lynn brought this over here. This shit ain't no good for us. For attention. And you're like, oh, wait a second. Lynn's the problem. Well, gee, she came to help everybody, but this person's coming over here. Lynn's diffusing and trying to kill the good, the good vibes. They're the 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 piece of the rotten apple. But well, when recover. you realize, but you want to take that part and realize, you know what? People got to learn the shit for themselves. We can't save everybody. So even though we see it, we might put crumbs and say, um, so why did, before Lynn put this down though, why did she drink it? And then say, you guys can have some too. Now, if Lynn didn't think if there was something wrong with this, why would Lynn drink and tell you first, whereas this other person's like, oh, I wouldn't touch this stuff. Well, you know what? I bet if you brought a bottle, you wouldn't have drank it. You would have said, "Hey, anybody want this?" That's the difference.
2: Yeah, I love it. I love yeah. it. You know, it, it's funny because uh, you know, Chris. You, you know, it's it's fun to it's fun to prove that you practice what you preach because some of these people that are frustrating to me, I'll distance myself, but I'll still, if something comes up, they post that's nice. I'll still put the heart. I'll still put the whatever because I'll support everyone when they're doing the right thing. But as soon as this person was in the hospital at one point, I made an effort to contact mm. them and make sure they're doing OK and went above and beyond everything. And you got even shit sent them, for it. Like, I don't no, want no, to hear no, 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 actually, okay. very kind. And okay. I even sent them some guided meditations and said, you know, anything you need as far as love and support, you got it. And they were very cool with that. And and again. A.W.? Yes. <laughs> but but my, my point is, it doesn't matter like what beliefs like I, I just here's the thing. We have a limited time here on this earth. I want to be around the people who are energizing mm-hmm. me and I'm influencing them in a positive way and we're elevating one another. Yeah. I'm not against these other people at all. I no. just don't see eye to eye with them. And there's right. nothing wrong with that. But I still love them, like you said. And in a time mm-hmm. of need, I would be there yes. for anybody. Well, yeah. Anybody. You know, the, <laughs> the same
0: example, I've had a situation and, you know, they offer you the world and they think it's nice when you donate money directly and this and that. But then you see their actions Do they support your post? Do they do those things? No, they don't. So then, but you know what? I may support when I believe something or whatever, whatever, but I'm like, you know what? Don't got time for like here. That's okay. What I'm saying is, is love them, but love your health too, to say, you know what? I'm going to give other people more love because obviously I'm not doing love to get, see what I get. I'm doing it sincerely, but you know, like good example, Hey, share this out, share this out. Well. If I share it out, do you ever share any of my shit out? I don't think so, you know, and that's fine. But that's not why we do it. We don't care about that. But other people's motives are different. So there's different perspectives, you know, like I don't I mean, hey, I'm I'm in the marketing industry. I'm in the social media industry and stuff. And I don't even like to tell my clients I don't tell them to be like the next snake oil person and d- sell this or say this, or, you know, I'm learning NLP just to see how many freaking manipulators are out there. So Holy that a I don't ton. become Aim. one I of love them. The I love
2: knowing the tricks. I, you no know, you, shit. Yeah. No I've, shit. I've, I've, I've learned all the stuff. Like I, I go to training after like, not as much anymore. Cause I've taken so many freaking trainings. I took every sales training you could think of. I took the NLP stuff. I went to shaman yep. training. I've done plant medicine. I want to go deep inside your brain. So instantly I go, I don't want to say I like you or don't. I connect with you and see you in a good way or right. I'm not ready for you in this time.
0: You know what? People need to understand our gut, our vibes. I mean, I get chills when I see people are telling the truth and I'm like, oh, you just you just telling on yourself. Believe mm. people with the way they see and the way they talk and the way they do. Because let me tell you, your gut always knows. You're perfect Ooh. the right way you are. Mm-hmm. And so when all these other people are telling you, you know, a coach gets mad because you're not there. Well, bullshit. They're paying you and you're not even happy that they're paying you. You think you're just going to, they're going to just keep coming so that they can funnel you and pay. No, all that crap. They, they're the ones screwing it up for the coaching industry. They're, you know, I've taken other freaking go, coaching Lynn, courses. Go. I don't show everybody go. my freaking certificates. Go. It ain't about that shit. Go. I mean, no, don't, don't be like that. And you know what I learned? And I asked this on my question or question on a Saturday or uh, with Scott and Lynn and Bob Dinell had a good answer. He goes, Lynn, I said, what do you do with all these fake people out there coaching? He goes, Lynn, just ask them better questions. You'll find out what a phony they are and so will everybody else around them. So you guys ask a lot of freaking questions and you'll find <laughs> out. they don't know shit.
2: I so, love you. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. Lynn I Lynn Sorano
1: on the Unfiltered <laughs> I Experience.
2: You. I love you, Scott. <laughs> you
1: guys rock. Call you the rock. shit out
2: yeah i right, have nothing to hide so don't i hate you the can ask you whatever right? you want. unfiltered
1: <laughs> unfiltered we promise sure. you guys unfiltered Beautiful. conversations and that's what we just had for 55 Perfect. minutes lynn final thoughts and let people know where they can connect with you after this broadcast
0: yeah just lynn serrano on youtube i need more subscribers now um because i hadn't done i've been doing that on the download but i'm i'm wanting to build you coming apart. out on youtube yeah. I'm coming out on YouTube. Oh,
2: da, da, so da, that da. Makes kind of. you gotta, you so, gotta get, get on this. Yeah.
0: yeah. So thank you so much for that. And like I said, it live, love, laugh. I'll go ahead and, and put that in the comment. I just thank you guys, but seriously sharing is caring, but you do it when, when you want to. And I just, I really, I look at you, all, all the shows. Yeah. You I mean, thank you so much for having Rex Sykes and Brian on the show. Uh, you, I'm gonna to have to save this and I can't. I'm gonna put a clip, I'm gonna make a Steve, clip out of that. I can't you
1: deserve it, my dear. You deserve it, I, you deserve it, you deserve it. You're a rock star. And um listen,
0: I he's saying right on
1: Lynn. Got Mary Kay in the house saying she goes, I'm not ready. You know what? You Mary
0: Kay and Lee have helped me uh, do videos for some people on my shows, and it that's what I mean. It's just great it's when people get together and really support each other, and that's the thing. What's wrong with you sharing and 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 helping each other feel like we're all special? We all should have yeah. time to respect every, everybody. It doesn't matter. I don't care if you do, you're you not, you know, have any followers or whatever. It doesn't matter. You're a human being. People need to know they're loved while they're here. Yes. We've had even COVID. Before COVID, we knew we were <clears throat> going to freaking die. And all of a sudden, it's not even helping some people. Because mm. they're still bitter and ugly people. And that's one thing that's great about COVID. It showed you how ugly humanity is. But mm. you know what? That means we need to give more love, Amen. more peace, go more peace love and love. Now. Because what <laughs> right would you say? Go love, love now. now. Right now.
1: Right go. now. Right,
0: right this now. This second. Because it love makes yourself
1: you f- now, for fuck's sake. That's a yeah, person. it
0: makes yeah. you feel good. And you know what? Why the hell do you treat? and say nice things to people, and not say nice things back to you. Think about that. Mm-hmm. You earn and you do the respect of yourself. You don't need to anybody else's compliments. Compliment yourself. And that's the other thing. It's like, well, Scott, what do you want a girl to say to you? Well, why don't you say that shit to yourself? Why do you have to wait for somebody else to tell you? Why do you have to wait, Christopher? I mean, it's like you're waiting for somebody to acknowledge yourself. Like when I create something for one of my people, I do intros and outros for people right now. And I say, Hey, I did a damn good job. Damn, Lynn, you did good. It's not egotistical. It's, it's the acknowledging that I'm happy with what I did. And that makes you feel good because you did it for yourself and then you gave it to somebody else. So love yourself and you're it's just an amazing thing. I didn't love myself for how my body was being, but now now I'm being nice to myself. I said, Lynn, you are beautiful. You are skinny girl trapped in a big body, but it's okay. You're just the way you are. And it's funny because, you know, even like that uh, movie, uh, what's that one? Uh, Shallow Horse.
2: Yes. Shallow Horse. With a tail.
0: It, what's oh, that? God.
2: Remember the girl is the tail? No, he is the tail. Oh. George Costanza had a tail. Remember he was making yeah. fun oh, of all the yeah. girls and well, then they well, find well, out well, he has a tail? Well, well, yeah. yep. the best.
0: Yes, yes. So all I'm saying is just remember when you start having compassion with yourself, not excuses, but compassion with yourself and understand yourself, then you can start on. It's. I always say this. It's an inside job, people. Yep. Whatever you do on in the inside is going to spew out. Why not spew love and goo everywhere because you know what i love one thing i've done plenty of shows to know that i've walked in a room i've done lingerie shows and things i've walked in a room and i'm like yeah i know i know what you're all thinking but i love them and smile by the end of the day they're like oh my gosh lynn i just i'm like yeah i knew what you thought but i just love it because i just know the people that quickly judge me will realize wow there she's deep I'm deeper than anybody knows, and I and I love that. So it's a mystique and it's a gift to allow people in, in my inner circle. And then it's just a joke. and And what I would love to people to understand is that that's the truth. People need to see the essence of. Well, Scott, you're a different belief than Lynn, and so is Christopher. But why do you love her? Because we enter the energy that we are all one, and we do love each other. And people need to find that mystique and see what all of us. It's like, why would you be together? Because it's about the love and that love will conquer all this other bullshit.
1: Love is what it's all about. Lynn Serrano on the Unfiltered Experience. Ladies and gentlemen, Jackson, Christopher Rausch. Say mm-hmm. something nice Thank in the so microphone. Much.
0: I love you guys. This was we an honor. We love
1: you. Okay. Say we love you, Lynn. We
0: love you, Lynn. Love, oh. you, yeah. love
2: you, Jackson. Gonna... <laughs> gonna say... We're
1: going we're gonna to launch the Jackson and Daddy show, right?
2: I'm getting kicked off at some point, and that's okay. When you, Jackson, as soon as you're ready to kick me off, do you want to be the new host?
1: You can't hear you. I have my monitors in.
0: Say I love you, Scott. Scott.
2: I I am Groot, (laughs) I am Groot. Yeah, you guys,
0: we need to do another pop-up show sometime. Yeah,
1: you are Groot. All right, Bubba. I'll I'll, I'll come play with you in just a second. I gotta finish the show.
2: Okay, Dolly.
1: Thank you, Bo. I love you. <laughs> I love you. Okay. I'll be there in like five minutes.
2: Good night. Thank Good you.
0: Night. Tell him I said thank you.
1: He said Lynn says thank you. There was a little T- guest T- appearance. T- there was a little T- guest T- appearance T- from uh, Jackson Christopher Roush. Lynn Serrano, thank you for being here on the Unfiltered Experience. We're gonna place you backstage, we're gonna finish out the show. Don't go anywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that was Lynn Serrano on the unfiltered Experience. Scott Goyette, what did you take from that conversation? I mean, that was powerful. That was, and your contributions and your questions were amazing. So what are you feeling like to summarize what she said?
2: Yeah, no. And and yours the same. Um, It's easy to talk to people who are ready to share and plant seeds. And I love what she said, you know, talking about the idea that Part of the planting seeds is just spreading that love. And even, you know, it's even fun to hear her say when we're talking to certain people that, hey, you know, I can't be around that person or whatever. I'm protecting my own energy, but reminding me to spread that love regardless, which I'm doing. But I, I like that reminder because as I've said a million times, for many of us, one of the hardest things for us to do as we grow, especially if we do the inner work and we're growing exponentially, is to look next to us and there's a person and we have the answers to the test and we're saying, here's the answers. And they're going... I'm not gonna take them like, but you can come here. Really. Here's the answers. And you get so upset with them. And and here's the deal: we know this. Lynn explained it beautifully. Be the light, be the amazing person, keep pouring love on top of them. Eventually they'll go, Oh, you gave me the answers. And we'll be like, Yes, I'm glad to see you here. But until somebody's <laughs> ready to move forward, they're gonna be stuck in their own position and and do what Lynn's doing, do what you're doing, Chris. Do what we're all doing our best mm-hmm. to do is be the light. Um, love yourself first because it's going to be much easier to be the light when you love yourself first, not easy, worth it. I'll end with that. That's what I got.
1: Dude, you're just like taking the words out of my brain. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I just want to capture a couple of the comments. Aaron's up here going, yes, yes, yes. Love it. Uh, Aaron says, uh, all you need is love. Absolutely. The oh, Beatles. Yeah. Uh, Mary Kay says, Hey, Jackson, what's up? Yes, Jackson, you're awesome. I'll go, I'll go show them all that. Um, yes. Be love. Lynn Amen. Serrano, you have, con- you have created such a stir. Uh, Ron says here, great show, Chris, Scott, Scott, and Lynn. Thank you, Ron, for being here. I appreciate your brother. I hope your sunburn is, is healing. Robert Ward says great show. It was just a conversation, man. It was just, all, it, seriously, it's not a show. It's just all of us just having a great conversation. So the thing we ask of you guys is if you got value out of this, please share this out. Not only just share it out, but share it out with just some comments to say, Hey, listen, I just heard this conversation with these three cats that inspired me to think differently about X just do that. I mean, and, and point them to WW the unfiltered experience, but the fact is that we're do this every single week to expand our horizons and expand our perspectives about what we're capable of. And the fact that Lynn was here sharing and bearing all about her particular experiences. And I put her on the spot, like, tell us more about the fact that you were drugged by a fucking car. Like how many of us have been drugged by a car and we're still here doing seven shows a week saying, hey, I want to use my voice, my communication and my story to help you guys all move forward because we're all a pebble in the pond. We're all a pebble in the pond. And to your point, Scott, that's what I was thinking about is like the fact I talked to over 200 people in the last two years. And the thing I found out the most is that most of us don't love ourselves, but yet we're all expecting everything else in the world to change so that we love ourselves. But it starts right there. Like you said, Scott, go love now, go love yourself. Now go hydrate. Here's I'm going to give you the fucking (laughs) recipe for like being kick-ass hydrate drink half your body weight in ounces of water every single day get some exercise go out for 30 minutes 20 minutes go for a walk <sighs> breathe in some good air get out of the house get some sunshine get some vitamin d Ex- i mean uh get great sleep focus on your sleep get some nutrition make sure that like three quarters of your day you're eating pretty good if you want to fuck off the rest of the day that's fine i subscribe to a six day being really good and the seventh day Boom! Anything is game on, and Bill I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah. So you guys can go out there and be the change that you bitch about. And the big thing that the from the conversation for me tonight is the fact that we've all been through shit. And when you think about where have you grown the most, where have you grown the most when things were easy, or when things were challenging. So if you grew when things were challenging, then shouldn't you have the perspective, the mindset, the focus that this challenge that's coming up for me right now, I should embrace and go toward instead of run from, because it's going to make me better. It's going to create strength within myself. I go through challenges all the time. People sit there and say, Chris, you're so motivated. I'm like, you don't see me the other fucking 23 hours and 45 minutes a day. You don't see what I go through to keep this mentality, this thing going because it's all work. It's not easy for any of us, but it's possible. And it's possible when you have that focus and that commitment, that, that legacy in mind, thinking with the end in mind, what do you want to be remembered for my son? You just guys met him for me. That's everything. Like, can I make this world a better place for him and his kids? Yes. That's what I'm going to commit to every single day. And that's what we want for you guys. So if you are not part of the community, please go to www.theunfilteredexperience.com. We want you guys to be a part of the tribe. If you have a particular subject or a uh, guest that you would love for us to have, please Please let us know who it is, what it is, and we will have it here on the Unfiltered Experience. Scott and I love you. We appreciate you. Final words, Scott.
2: I love you and please share it. I agree with Chris. And one last thing, be grateful, be aware, and what you become aware of that's triggering you, take action and fix it. Peace. (laughs) Love you guys.
0: Love you.